0: From NJ.com and the Star Ledger, welcome to the Rutgers Rant, your one-stop podcast for the Scarlet Knights, with your host, Steve Politti and Rutgers Insiders, Keith Sargent and James Cratch. Let's start shopping.
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Rant. Steve Politti here, joined by James Cratch, and once again, we're going to break some news here on the podcast. For maybe the last time, we'll be joined by Keith Sargent. Ladies and gentlemen... Our longtime podcast co-host, our great friend, a Rutgers beat writer, generational star in the Rutgers beat, is leaving the Rutgers beat. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll explain in a minute what, what he's going to be doing, folks. But, but Sarge, I got, I got to tell you, look, it, I, I get it that you don't like to travel with Cratch and I, and that Cratch always screws up the rental car. <laughs> and I'm a bit high-maintenance, I understand it, all right? I mean, but you don't have to leave the beat because of that. I mean, you could, have, you could have found another way around this. This seems a little drastic. That's all I'm saying. It's a little drastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you nailed it. I mean, it's basically after all these years. I mean, it got to the point where I'm like, you know – I Just don't know if I could break in a new uh, beat reporter, uh, beat partner. It was first Dan Duggan and then Ryan Dunleavy. And now you know Cratch, yeah. and now Cratch is suddenly better than I am, and I, I just I don't think I could take it anymore.
1: Oh wow, that's what. So there was the co, was not the co? Probably the co-contrat right of the year is what drove you out of it. You couldn't share exactly. that. Exactly. You couldn't share that with Cratch. Is that not over the edge here?
0: clearly not a coincidence that we i still think it's the right
1: situation all right so tell the audience what you're doing now i I understand that the the it's good news for 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 poor (laughs) poorly behaving rutgers coaches but bad news (laughs) for poorly behaving Trenton politicians what what's your new gig gonna be here yeah it's gonna be
0: well it's technically a an investigative reporter position so Um, I I guess I'll dabble a little bit in Rutgers, but not really. I mean, I'm I'm off the day-to-day stuff. Um, I'm going to be doing, you know, environmental stuff, um, political stuff, um, a lot of different. Yeah, it's going to be a whole range of, of stories, and it's not unlike right after, right at the beginning of the COVID, uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Um, you, you, uh, you were doing it as well. We were both doing a lot of, uh, you know, investigative and 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 human interest and big picture uh, reporting. I'm going to be doing a lot of that type of stuff. So, um, it, it's, you know, it's been something I, I I've kind of. You know, been trying to, to, to do for a while. Um, I'm I'm fired up for it. I will certainly miss the Rutgers beat. It's been something that uh, since 2001, really uh, 1997. I started in the business, and within three or four years, I was you know covering uh, you know women's basketball, men's basketball, and and and, and football. Greg first year. I always joke, with Greg, you know, his first season was my my first season on the football beat. So, um, well, yeah, looking forward to it. But um, I'm also going to miss.
1: Twenty years is a long time, Cratch. We have to give him that. I mean, to survive twenty years doing this—good grief!
2: No, I mean, twenty years at Rutgers is like (laughs) thirty-five years. I mean, I just started year five, and there are days where I'm just like, "See my hair? I know this 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 place. I mean, it's it's it is a wacky, wild place. Um, Even it's even wackier and wilder that Sarge isn't going to be there on a daily basis. That's going to be really, really different. So.
0: Are are you willing to to just take the co off our uh, award because of it, or I mean,
2: <laughs> you not know, willing to go that? The way I look at it is, you might you're probably your schedule's probably more free than mine is to go to Winston Salem, so you can have the weekend and then just bring mine home.
0: I mean, part of it too is good compromise. Part of it too is Cratch is getting married in in, in September, as everyone knows. You talked about that a lot, and had we both been on the beat at the same time. I would have had to say no to to the wedding, to the wedding invitation, and and you know, I didn't want to do that. So you know, this frees me up to be able to to to, to do that now. Wait a
1: minute, what what weekend is this? Because guy, I've I've got my save the date card. What, <laughs> but do I have to miss the wedding now? What?
2: I mean, the, the the good news is the Big Ten, you know, schedule makers when they rejiggered everything, they made my wedding weekend and my wedding's the day before the game, Rutgers at Ohio State. So I mean. You know, since I got to wear the black hat now on this beat, I don't think you guys are going to miss much. I think – well, I could go write the story now and just got to plug in the score at the end. <laughs>
1: it's going to be a long weekend for both Cratch and the Scarlet Knights. That's what I've learned there. Uh, all right, so, sorry. Look, we've, we've decided because this is your final podcast, at least until you come crawling back. To to reclaim your spot on it, we'll until next week. We'll,
0: so we'll until still, next week,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Still, we'll still be here. But since this is your last part, we're going to do a true or false, Heath Sergeant edition. I'm going to start right with that. Are you ready for this? Ready. This is true or false, and, and we're going to judge you on whether or not you're. Christy and I are going to decide whether or not you, you're giving a good, if you're giving a your real answer to this, or if you're just if you're just fooling with us here. So, oh boy. Right, here, here we go. True or false. The best moment you had while covering Rutgers, the 2006 Louisville game. True or false, Keith Sargent? True. Nah, I, that's got to be right, right? You agree with that? Yeah,
2: it's hard. I would agree with that. That has to be nah, true.
1: That's been true. Okay, i agree with you. All right. True or false? The worst moment <laughs> you've had, and this, this one, this could be a lot of different directions here. I can go here. The worst moment you had while covering Rutgers, the Kyle Flood fiasco. Sorry, is true or false
0: yes um inter- I, I was in, uh, being in, to be specific i was being interviewed by mike francesa at, uh, during a five o'clock hour the day that that report came out and rutgers um we were set up in you know down in the trailer in the bowels of the uh, south end zone and yeah. rutgers uh someone i don't know who turned off the power and not only did they turn off the power um, they actually had the band play inside the football stadium um, at 5 o'clock. And I w- later asked one of the uh, you know, people who, who you know, ran the band uh, you know, at the time, I won't say his name, but I asked, like, what was that? Like, you guys never practiced inside the stadium all year. And he said, I don't know. He goes around one thirty. Um, they 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 called and said change your plans. We we need you to go inside the stadium <laughs> to, to practice today. So, um, <laughs> so you think you'd they sent one, the band one in one moment. That time. might have been it. That might yeah, have been. I it. I don't
1: remember that. They sent the band in just to They did, and, then, and it,
0: You know, okay. the, the timing because at one thirty, right around the, that time, is like when you know Francesca, I think, announced, or uh, Brian Monzo, I think, the the producer, uh, tweeted something out that I was going to be on at five o'clock and. You know, lo and behold, they had the band inside the
1: stadium. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, Kratz, you agree, you agree that's probably the true. I was going to say maybe Mike Mike Rice could have been there. I, I'm a little surprised yeah, by if, that. If
2: I remember correctly, Sarge wasn't. He was sort of half on the beat for Mike Rice. That's true. No, I was. Right. I was.
0: I was. Yeah, I was on the beat. I was, uh, you know, covering football at the time, but not on basketball. But, I, know, thought, know, I, I thought you were
2: covering so, the university yeah. at the time.
0: For, no, I, I I started covering the university right Our pals that. at
2: Canet. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The other one All I right. would say that I, I just – I know was really taxing – um, and we'll get to say, like, the, the 2019 coaching search was a, was a wild ride. Exhilarating, but that was a long haul. I think we all shared in that misery.
1: Yes, that was miserable, but it was, yes. It wasn't aggressively anti-us, at least. That, that's a good point. Uh, all right, speaking of anti-us, uh, true or false, Ars, the person who hates you the most <laughs> from your 20 years of covering Rutgers athletics, Julie Herman, true or false? Ooh.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's the last phone. time I saw her, okay. I was we uh, I was staking out President Bar- uh, uh office the morning that she was fired. Um, if you remember, she pulled in um, at like eleven thirty for, for for the meeting. You know, um, saw us, um, and and within eleven minutes, I think she was fired. Obviously, you know, fired at the meeting, and then eleven minutes right. later, drove back out and gave me a big wave. So. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because I I remember like it was, I, you know, I I've texted her once or twice. You know, I don't think that you know we're going to be going, uh, uh, you know, smoking cigars in Louisville or or anything like that. But you know, <laughs> I I think we left on, you know, quasi. I don't to answer your question. I don't know. I don't know who hates me the most. There are certainly people who hate me. I'm not I'm not dismissing that. I'm not saying that Julie and I are going to go to you know bet on the Kentucky Derby or anything, but. You know, I don't know. I think hate might be too strong of a word.
1: Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Not sure, I agree with that, Kratz. I, I think you're probably telling the truth there.
2: I agree. I agree.
1: All right. True or false, your favorite all-time athlete while covering Rutgers? Eric LeBran, true or false?
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> so many. That's so hard. You know, post, uh, certainly, you know, you know, I love E. Um, covering him at the time, I mean, I, you know, Quincy Doobie comes to mind. No, oh, um, interesting. Okay. Um, you know, Todd Frazier comes to mind. Kevin Malist, another guy who who I you know, hey, I, I struck a really good relationship with. You know, yeah, you know, I, I I wrote a big feature on his brother uh, early on, and uh, you know, uh, he and I hit it off. Um, you know, a lot of you know a lot a lot of guys, even on this uh, most recent team, Tyshawn Fogg. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a bunch of guys. So, so many guys to, 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 name, um, I'd be, you know, but certainly Eric Legrand. I mean, I, yeah, I can, the, the easy answer would be him and his coffee, by the way. Holy moly. I mean, I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I had a cup this morning. I cannot recommend it enough. Addicted.
1: <laughs> Did you sign an NIL deal when you left? That's why I'm that leaving. You know, on let, 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 let's be honest. I'm leaving to <laughs> right. actually
0: run one of his coffee stores. Good.
1: All right. Uh, I think that that's a fair answer, Crash. It seems, it seems obvious.
2: I would agree with that. Yes. Right. True or false? Here's a tough
1: one for you. Ready? Your favorite co B partner while covering Rutgers, Ryan Dunleavy. True or false? Just say it's Dunleavy. <laughs> is it true or false?
0: No, the answer is easy. Uh, yeah, it's, not, it's not anyone, it's Paul Franklin. I mean, you know, how can no. you not say Paul Franklin? <laughs> Even, He's Jeanette, right there. Call with you sorry Oh right I mean there. I love Cratch but it, I mean Cratch would be offended right he would have jumped through That's if I would have so said Dunleavy but even Cratch wouldn't argue Paul Franklin is like universally
2: beloved <laughs> beloved no, no i actually problem. when i i honestly, politi told me that we were gonna do this and i <laughs> he was like oh like, we're gonna ask him Duggan dunleavy Cratch, and i knew immediately yeah. it's gonna be paul franklin and it has to be <laughs> paul franklin. i'll tell paul you like franklin. i real quick i'll give you a great paul franklin story <laughs> he was um we were at the uh, region five wrestling and he was covering region five for like the trenton times or something and the semi-finals ended and he goes let's go interview the kids and i'm like well it's semi I don't, I don't interview kids the in semi and he's like well they're happy that they made the state tournament now they might be sad if they lose later on but there's this it's the same difference and i was like that's 30 something years of experience go get the quotes from the happy kids and when they lose 12 nothing to the, the really good kid in the region final i still have a quote and i'm not talking to a crying kid so paul franklin uh, i'm with that Probably
0: Three 10 days. stories we could do that, uh, devote an entire podcast to Paul Franklin. I'll give you one great one media. We had a, there was a media day in like 2009 range. Paul Franklin uh showed up late to it, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, as, as, as you know, as we're, we're going, I think uh, one of the media relations guys, and don't worry about it, we have lunch set up back in the media trailer, right? So, the media trailer was basically it's a current tennis house, it's located in the parking lot of the Hale Center. Um, so Paul goes, again, late uh, going back. He doesn't follow like the parade of uh, sports writers to the, uh, the buffet line. He ends up going to this tent that's set up right outside the practice field. And, you know, he you know, runs into Jay Butler, the strength and conditioning coach. And, you know, you know they, they get the chatting. Paul's, you know, scraping food onto his plate. And Jay finally says to him, Paul, oh, by the way, What are you doing here? You know you're not supposed to be in here getting food. And and Paul looks at him. He's like, oh, they said that there there was like a media buffet line. He goes, no, this is for the players. Paul was so embarrassed, he meekly scraped the rice peel off back into the the (laughs) the dish and and left and didn't even take the food. So there's a lot of Paul Franklin stories, that's but great. that one, that you know, just the, the image of, of him meekly uh, putting the food back when Jay Butler called him on it. That, that, that's one of my favorites.
1: Right. Uh, and finally, I'll answer this one for you. True or false, your favorite columnist while covering Rutgers? Um, I mean, Paul, Fran- Paul Franklin was a columnist <laughs> as well. <so>. God. <laughs> Jeez, it's going to be an upgrade. The new guy's going to be an upgrade. Not only is he younger and has better hair than you, but man, if you haven't guessed by now, Brian Fonseca will be taking over for, uh, for for Sarge here in the coming days, he's got big shoes to you, fill. You
0: guys know I'm just teasing with you. There, there, oh, no, no, there's, there's, no. I'll no get honestly.
2: sentimental here. Oh, no, yeah, no, well, I'm not awkward. getting
0: sentimental, but you know, you mentioned the 2009, you know, 2019 coach research. You know, that was, you know, if, if we can form a bond during those days when, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, morning, you know, we're 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 texting, covering that, and and you know, we were all in the same boat. You know, I mean, you know, you're you're never going to. To uh, form form a uh, partnership, so I mean, I tell know, you what,
1: you know. I'm going to miss are those phone calls, and I can only describe it. You, you, time in here as well. The phone calls you get from Sarge, where it just, the, you know, it just rings, and he picks up and before he says hello. It's just like, dude, I, you're not going to believe who I just talked to, and you're like, oh boy. You know, it's, just, it's going someplace like some of the early some of the early tips that like we found out about the softball team or some of the early things you're like, oh, boy, this is going to be a headache for three months. But sorry, I mean, I tell you, man, we are one of the best partners you possibly have in this stuff. So we're going to we're going to miss you, even if you, you know, clearly doing this just because you're sick of us, which is fine. We understand. We understand.
0: We'll get over it. We'll get over it. Exactly. You guys will be in good hands. You mentioned a, a, a name, and and yeah, I think you know, I, I think Brian or you know and Cratch and, and and you guys are going to be fine. So you won't miss me.
1: Right, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's actually talk some Rutgers sports because I know most of people want to hear us talk about ourselves. Um, there's a lot going on, guy. Uh, you know, it's 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 uh, we're in the throes of football uh, basketball season. We've got some football developments. Let's start with the hoops team. Uh, I can say that <laughs> very, very uh, after one of Jane Cratch's uh, headlines here about uh, the basketball team being in first place, I think the fan base would probably have preferred that he had, had left the beat because as soon as he put that uh, kibosh on the team, uh, promptly dropped a uh, awful loss at Minnesota, a home loss to Maryland. Uh, yeah, look, midway season, they could have been aimed to. two, they're six and four. Uh, they need to match that record in the second half. I think we'd agree for – to have a chance in the NCAA tournament, and now they're, they're playing a solidly quad one schedule crash. I mean, it seems like – you know, you can't say it's over, but, I mean, the fat lady is, is grabbing the microphone at this point as far as getting back to the NCAA tournament.
2: Yes, I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those – teams where they you know just when you're ready to kind of bury them like they'll win a game you don't expect them to win then they'll lose a game like i think they're gonna be petering on the edge for the rest of the season but at some point i would expect it will be final they're done i saw a couple days ago bracketology projection they're they're not even n.i.t projected at this point oh wow you know, they've got a lot of work to do you know obviously i mean then again like no one really knows how the nit is going to work they probably won't know that until they literally are seeding the field at 10 p.m on selection sunday but yeah i just think that at the end of the day this is the team that they're only going to go as far as ron and geo will take them at times and You know, if those guys aren't both on, or even when they're on, you know, this thing's – you know, you go to Minnesota against a team that's completely shorthanded and throws a zone out there and just starts shooting and, you know, they lose. You know, that stuff happens. So it's disappointing, but I think that they're – I don't think they're going to completely collapse, but I don't think they're also going to go on a magical run and get firmly into the field. I think they're going to kind of bounce around until there's some sort of finality at the conference tournament.
1: Sorry, I was trying to think of a parallel as far as just of Rutgers history, adverse. and it's too soon to call them a disappointment. You know, they, they made two; they would have made two NCAA tournaments. Uh, it, it's it's certainly the team that ended a three-decade drought. You know, it reminds me a little. If I'm trying to put it in perspective, maybe the 2008 football team. You know, just a team that you expected to be great and, it, and when it wasn't it just surprised you every step of the way and I, I guess that's how I felt watching that Maryland game you know like I thought they well certainly they'll come here they'll take care of business in this one and then it was the exact opposite you're just they're down they're down early they just fell behind they never could get their footing it just kind of summed up the entire season
0: that was a team that started one in five you know right and Great comparison. The team that that you know look you look back on even now is like just the amount of NFL talent and just you know what, that, that's a great great comparison.
1: Yeah, and it, it and it just ended, because that team rallied and made it made it close at the end, but it was too late.
0: So, yeah, I mean, yeah. So enjoyed, so here's what I'll say. Okay, and. This is all due respect to, like, Fonseca, who, who has buried him, and Cratch has buried him. You know, I, I don't want – that's the one thing. Like, if Cratch ever says, like, Sarge is, like, leading the race for, for, for anything, don't look now. But, like, start, like I'm just going to just stop doing what I'm, I'm doing because that he is, like, the ultimate jinx when it comes to this type of stuff.
2: So. Whoa, that's not fair. <laughs> undefeated the rack we have we sweet it's on the record we got the tapes (laughs) so powering inferno 2020 here's what i'll say
0: again this is a team that has already proven that they could beat. you know i don't know if purdue is going to ultimately be like the 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 team they were number one at the time obviously but you know they've proven they could be an upper echelon um big 10 team so you know this could be the type of team and we've seen these types of teams that, that they just play down to the competition and they can get up for big games so you know they need to be more consistent there's no denying that but anyone who's saying that like they don't they can't go to the NSA tournament with the with the path like you said like if they were to win you know six or seven games the rest of the way they're going to the NSA tournament yeah they're gonna right. be yeah. in a, a good position to go to the NSA tournament again so they play know, and write them and then it's
1: up, out look at the schedule
0: I, I get it, I, but but again, did they beat Purdue? Did, you know, have they have have they you know shown that they're capable of, of beating upper echelon, you know, Big Ten teams? They have. So I mean, you know, to to write them off on on, on January thirty first, you know, it's just a little premature.
1: I, I I do agree with you on the fact that they are some. There are still some big time winners on that team. Uh, Ron Harper, Geo Baker. I just don't know if there's enough of them, and that's what struck me, Cratch, Somebody, if I'm wrong, watching that watching the game, especially against Minnesota, you know, you just, just had one kid who was playing loose and free, jacking up three-pointers, hitting every single one of them. You just haven't had that moment for this team. You know, they, they seem like they play, they play tight a lot. They're just – yeah, they just – they play down to the level of competition. It just, you just haven't had that loosey-goosey we are going to go up and, and throw up a lot of three-pointers and, and win a game you're not supposed to win.
2: No, which I find so strange because this is a team that beat the number one team in the country, mm-hmm. on a buzzer beater. This is a team that had an emotional, you know, win over Clemson. You know, this is a team that at, I was at the rack, you know, excuse me, Jersey Mike arena had a gritty win over Iowa. They held Iowa to 46 points. Like they've yeah. had moments that you think would be like the, the breakthrough, the confidence builder, the let's, let's go get on a run here guys. And it just hasn't happened.
1: Yeah, it's, it is uh, it's a shame. We'll see what happens. I think they'll win at Northwestern, and then, you know, there's a two-game. All right, we'll, 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 we'll kind of know if, if, there's, if February is going to matter when they have Michigan State and Ohio State at home. Haven't have been the same home team since a couple of years ago. Uh, but if they can win those two, big ask, I know, uh, and suddenly you're sitting there 9-4, and four, okay. You know, maybe Sarge is right. But we'll, we'll have to monitor that one with Fonseca in the next podcast because sarge is done with us all right let's move the football really quick uh big developments uh, one key person coming into the wide receiver room one key person going out of the wide receiver room in in that the coach himself uh let's start with the addition uh hodge harris receiver of syracuse uh we saw him up there i mean i you know i think Again, this is the player that Rutgers had to have after adding four offensive linemen. We knew that was the number one position they had to upgrade. Receiver was 1A or 1B in my mind. I mean, it was as important based on the lack of playmakers in that program was finding someone who could stretch the field, especially with Bo Mellon graduating. Cratch, what did you think about the Taj Harris uh, uh, news, and is he every bit what this team seems to need?
2: He is. Look, he is a bona fide number one wide receiver, proven Power Five production. Gets open down the field, makes big plays. Right. Uh, big pickup for them. I, mean, I think Sean Ryan from West Virginia, the tra- other wide receiver transfer, is obviously a guy who can really help them. But he's not like a number one go to receiver. You know, he's more a guy I think is be best as a a number two, a possession guy. They needed a home run hitter. They have struggled to get it in recruiting and the transfer portal previously. Taj Harris is the guy that they needed to get. They got him. Now they've got to make sure the quarterback can get the ball to him and the offensive line can protect for the quarterback to do so. All
1: right. The, the other big development losing taquan Underwood as receivers coach. I think we asked for questions from the Rutgers insiders and about 90% of them related to this. Uh, I don't know how big a surprise it is. Certainly, um, you know, he's a guy, he's obviously a program guy, a Shiano guy. Uh, at the same token, if you look at it objectively, wide receivers, you know, a lot of young wide receivers on that team have not developed as maybe expected. Uh, he's been a good recruiter, perhaps not a great recruiter. I'm trying to look at it both ways here. Sars, do you think this is just an instance of where, you know, a young assistant coach has got to go out and be in new programs? Is it, the opportunity to get a raise at Pittsburgh. I mean, what would you say would be your theory as to why they're losing Underwood?
0: From the Taequann perspective, I don't think it's that that big of a surprise. I mean, you know, he, he, you know, the coaches don't really, you know, assistant coaches at least don't, they, 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 you know, at this point, they don't really stay for, you know that that long if if you know if he had the opportunity to go to you know a program that played in the that, that won the ACC championship that has a you know a, a bona fide you know stud you know wide receiver to 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 help uh, make him look good put put on his resume then I I, I don't see you know why why. That was all that shocking from a Rutgers perspective. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he, you know, he was a, you know, he's, you know, a Rutgers product start at Rutgers as a wide receiver. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we talked about this before, as far as the coaching staff, I mean, you know, it was unique a year ago when he brought back the entire coaching staff, we knew changes coming. And, you know, I think the, 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 the lack of development from, from the wide receivers over the last couple of years, with the exception of Bo Melton, Bo Melton, Got markedly better, became a star, and a lot of that is because is, if you remember when when you know when when Greg Shiano first came on board, you know Bo Melton was there. Were still the stories about how he was a you know a major four star recruit um, and who had not lived up to the billing. You know Tyquan Underwood gets a lot of credit for for developing Bo Melton.
1: how much of this do you think is that it that this is. And he, he'll say, it. Greg Shannon will be the first one to tell you, he is not an easy guy to work for. I mean, have we seen some staff move on, moving on where, where guys are burning out a little bit?
2: I think that it's probably some of that natural, you know, want to go do something different. I mean, you know, also from the Taekwon perspective, I don't, you know, know the exact, contract details he 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 was paid well at Rutgers he wasn't one of the highest paid guys on staff so he's probably getting a raise and look he's going to an ACC championship program and the best receiver in the country is in his room now Jordan Addison the reigning Politnikoff award winner so if he has a big year if if he's in the Heisman Trophy conversation Addison this coming year if he becomes a top 10 draft pick and he continues to develop under Taekwondo now Tyquan's going to start getting looks for offensive coordinator jobs. Right, You know, I mean, I think Tyquan Underwood is a guy who, you know, he has, there is a career trajectory for him that ends with him being a head coach and being at Pitt with this type of high profile player probably moves him up on that trajectory a little bit quicker than being the wide receivers coach at Rutgers, where there's going to be a talent issue for a little while probably. And you've got to establish offensive coordinator ahead of you.
1: Sure. And, and you were hired by, your head coach too. So yes. in a ways he has to, he has to spread his wings a little bit and get more experience. And certainly I think that's what he's doing. I wouldn't I would, give me some names. Anybody got some names who the next uh, wide receivers coach going to be?
2: You know, obviously I, I thought about John McNulty, but obviously he's gonna be the offensive coordinator at Boston wow. College now.
1: Another big development. And yeah, so say
2: we are getting we're that, you know, when Signetti <laughs> left, I was like, well, that loses a, a storyline. The storyline's gotten even better. Because Signetti mm-hmm. was with Greg for one year. I mean, McNulty obviously very established ties with Greg, um, was here the second time around. So that's gonna be a fun little wrinkle to this whole thing. Um and I think it's a great hire for BC. Phil Jerkovic is a, you know, first-round NFL pick quarterback who wants to be in a pro-style offense. We saw it at Rutgers. John did not have the players to implement the offense here at, in 18 and 19. But, we you know, we, I'd watch it do the film review every week. Like, there would be wrinkles, things that should have worked if they had players physically capable of executing them. I think that's a good hire for them. You know, obviously – Mark Rosenbaum, I had mentioned a guy who's been at Princeton for a while, very well-respected. I, I don't think he's going to end up – he was a GA coach of Sears at Rutgers. Uh, you know, I've heard the name Joe Daly, who's at Boston College, the wide receivers coach. Demir Shaw is on staff, the director of player development. I, he's been on the road recruiting – everyone expects that he's going to be promoted to a full-time position on the staff I think the working logic rationale was that he would be coaching defensive backs that's where he was last year uh, with Fran Brown but he coached receivers at Fordham before he came to Rutgers so maybe they changed some plans there I know everyone kind of expects a rejiggering a reorganization of the offensive staff you know at some point so they have two spots open now we Shaw will presumably get one of them. They'll make an outside hire. So I think it's entirely possible they could, you know, rearrange the, the, the positioning on the offensive staff, and they're not going to necessarily be hiring a wide receivers coach. They might be hiring a running backs coach or right, hiring right. somewhere else. So it's a the
1: wide best a recruiter as well. That could be possible.
2: exactly. Yeah. So
1: uh, All right. Interesting doings. We're going to see uh, Greg Shannon a couple of days for uh, late signing period, signing day, whatever you want to call it. So I'm sure that'll come up and we can ask him these questions. All right, speaking of questions, guys, let's dive into some uh, Rutgers Insider questions. Thanks to everyone who subscribed, and I hope uh, all 80 of you who asked me about, uh, asked us about Coach Underwood believing that that kind of answered the question, so I will, uh, I will fly through some of these um, as quickly as I can. Uh, this is a good one. I thought, uh, I thought it was interesting just perspective-wise to the big-picture question. I'm a Shiano guy. But do you feel that there's a definite ceiling to where Shiano can bring Rutgers, and that ceiling is not close to the Big Ten title game? Sarge, so interesting perspective. Two, you know, two years into this thing, uh, do you agree with that? Do you think the ceiling is not getting? I mean, obviously, the ceiling for anybody might not be getting there. I mean, what do you think about Shiano's ceiling at Rutgers?
0: Look, I get it. Okay, guys, uh, you know give this question to the guy who's leaving the beat now of course <laughs> just the the bridge. Thing. no don't no to deal with Seattle now, anymore just burn the bridge I get it I completely get it um <laughs> but leave. no to answer the question I don't know I mean you know on one hand uh, you know he did not win the Big East title you know and and you know he, you know he, he had 11 years to do so uh you had to throw away you know some of those early years but you know when, when when he had the opportunity in 2000 you know you know 2008 2007, 2008 uh 2009 come to mind um you know he did not win it um so um, on that, uh, on that you know on one hand you you would say well is he ever going to be able to to get him to 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 contend for a big 10 title i don't think so um but again i've talked about this before in the history of the big 10 you know, 75% of the titles have, have gone through Michigan and Ohio state. So, right. you know, 12 other teams in the big 10 would, would you know, would, 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 would say the same thing that, you know, the, the idea of, of winning the big 10 title is, is, is going to be difficult most years. Right. So I think, you know, you know the, the, the way I look at it is is he going to get him back to going to bowl games perennially? You know, yes, I think, I, I think, Absolutely. I've used this comparison before Michigan State, you know, that, that you know, what they've been able to do, keep on churning, you know, seven and five, eight and four, you know, nine and three seasons, and then occasionally can contend uh, for, for a Big Ten title. That would be the model. Um, you know, I think, you know, we're going to see, you know, Rutgers going to bowl games year in, year out. And I think, um, you know, then, you know, if, if we're talking 10 years from now, then at, you know, at some point people might get tired of that too. But for now, I think enjoy the ride, and I think, you know, we're going to see, you know, Rutgers, you know, com- competing for bowl games for, for, for a pretty long stretch.
2: I would say this. I think if you believe Rutgers can win 10 games in a regular season under Greg Schiano, then you can contend for Big Ten title. That's the way you can, I feel you have to look at it, is that for a school like Rutgers, there are – a tremendous amount of variables and it gets so specific as to what's the season look like, you know, who, what's the rest of the league look like? Like, do you happen to get lucky and have your best team ever when Ohio state and Michigan are both down that, that changes the whole thing. I mean, I go back to when I was in school, Uh, South Carolina won their one SEC East title in a year where Georgia stunk, Florida stunk, Tennessee stunk. They they got lucky, but you know, they could have had in the next year, they had even better team and Georgia was Georgia again and Georgia won the East, so it, it always goes that way.
0: When, when would not hurt State, if they get to the when in in Ohio State ever going, going to lose the Rutgers? Uh, and that's you know, the, the I, I just
2: well, I mean, look, they've, they were like, they, but they've lost Iowa and Purdue in our lifetime in recent history. And you go back to the with the, the, the Tressel year, I mean, they went six and six or six, you know, or six and seven sure. with Fickle. I mean. It's not unlikely to happen, but if Purdue can beat Ohio State, then it stands to reason that someday Rutgers can too.
1: Ridding, getting rid of the divisions, and I, that was in the news. Yes, uh, but that would certainly help. Would a help. Bit.
0: I mean, it, 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 look. I mean, people will say you know, point to two thousand five when 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 the big, big East you know imploded and. You know that was when Rutgers made their move when they took advantage of Cincinnati and 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 you know the lack of Pittsburgh and Syracuse and Boston College and Miami and and Virginia Tech, particularly Miami and Virginia Tech were the two juggernauts in the Big East at the time. So Rutgers got a little you know bit of of you know fortune you know some luck being able to take advantage of you know you know a Big East that was crumbling. So if you look at you know the the you know you know this bit of news that you know. There's a possibility getting away from you know the the the, you know the the four Big East uh, Big Ten East knots on a yearly basis is not going to be a bad thing. Mm
2: -hmm. I think it's fascinating. Divisions for me, great for Rutgers on the field, off field. I wonder about the unintended consequences of. I can only imagine the Rutgers season ticket office and the post division airbag. All right, guys, (laughs) let's go sell this home slate of Northwestern, Indiana. Illinois, Maryland, and our big alliance game against Arizona. Exactly. Yeah, that would, that And, and Wagner be and and Howard, because now we're playing two FCS schools.
1: Uh, that's, yeah, that would be tough. Uh, you're absolutely right. That's unintended consequences indeed. All right, let's dive into a bunch of basketball questions. Uh, this, this one, Tom from Lawrenceville, kind of, you know, is there anything specific that you see which leads to the basketball team's inconsistency with the need to win, win, win? This is a tough stretch coming up. How many games do you think they can win? I mean, I I don't know if it'd be too. You know, it's just the offense stupid. That would be my answer, Cratch. I don't know if you agree. Just they just never. There's never an easy basket. Like I'm watching that Nebraska game, and you just felt like you just felt like every trip down the floor was just just never an easy basket.
2: Yeah, I think it's that, and I also like they're a young team. I know fans like there's a lot of young players playing and we, I just think we just had a totally different vantage point of this team because, because of this weird COVID rule, Geo happened to still be there, you know, you know, maybe Natch, if, if the coronavirus never happens, maybe, Last year was a natural breaking point, and all of these guys would have left and gone on to other things, and this would be a totally new team, and they'd be young, going through growing pains, and everyone would totally accept it. So I think that's one of the things we also forget. This is a young team in transition that just happens to have some familiar faces around because of a once-in-a-century quirk. Right.
1: All right. More basketball. Sarge, don't want you to take this one. Uh, what shakeup do you see with the men's basketball staff? Number one and with the transfer portal being what it is do you see risk in jaden jones leaving if he's not getting playing time the, the second part of that i mean i guess of course everyone can leave but i yeah. mean i guess if i'm if i'm looking at the transfer portal i'm looking at the other direction for this team I mean, they're got to bring in they're got to bring in a bunch of guys so
0: yeah i mean transfer portal i i i have always made it a practice not to speculate on on, on guys uh, you know transferring um, but look in this of age, none of it surprises me. I mean, you know, what, you know, when a guy, if it, it, you, know, if you want to have a conversation that, you know, this guy's going to transfer, I would, I would frown upon it, but I would say like nothing, none of it surprises me. So, right. uh, but, uh, the other part of the question was uh, on, on Paykel. The basketball
1: staff. Under? Yeah. Is he, is he going to shake the staff up?
0: Um, he's never been a shakeup guy. Um, you know, he, he likes, you know, and he has, he sees value in, in, in maintaining. Um, so I don't think, I don't see, uh, you know, a major shakeup to be honest with you. Um, he's just never been, he's not going to get any pressure from the AD to, 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 to make changes that, that, you know, he's not, it's not that level of, of desperation. So no, I, 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 you know, at at some point, you know, uh, night is probably going to get a job somewhere, but, um, or a head coaching job somewhere, but, yeah, I don't I don't see uh see Michael, you know, forcing him out or anything like that.
2: I was just going to piggyback on what Sarge said. I I can't imagine Jeff Capel's got much longer at pit, so I think if if there's going to be a shake up, it might be cuz Brandon Knight gets the pit job or something like that.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. And I, at that point I would I wouldn't mind seeing Michael uh, hire a shark and I know it is against everything that comes into it, but you know, especially with the way the portal is, if you could get someone who could just be you know, <laughs> just the, the ace recruiter kind of guy that they, they really haven't had. That would be – I mean, that might be a program-changing kind of thing. Um, all right. So, Pod Lawrence in, uh, in Little Egg Harbor. Nice tap. Wants to know, how can this uh, basketball team real, realistically compete with Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin twice, Illinois, and Purdue in February? Throwing road games at Indiana and Michigan? Uh, I don't see a win there. <laughs> well, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit drastic, Todd. I think they're – you know, I understand why you'd be worried. But um, there's some wins in there. I mean, give me your, give, give me your prediction, guys. Uh, Ten games left. What do you think is the best-case scenario? What's the worst-case scenario?
2: Come on, Cratch. Do do it, Mike Francesa. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys – I don't want to – you guys killed the Wait. dead air. Why <laughs> –
0: you're right, You're right. Oh, Cratch cr- is cr- 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 looking at the
1: schedule. Um, uh, win. Okay. Uh, win. Yeah. Uh, I've got the schedule in front of me. I could have. I could have read it off to you. Here. I can. Uh, yeah, All right. at I got, it. It. I I got, got it. it.
2: I got it. I got. Okay. All right. Yeah. Northwestern win. Okay. Michigan One. State win. Really big oh. rack at this. <laughs> you know this is this is the rack has to be the rack on Saturday 4 p.m. Maybe they'll let hopefully. Jersey
0: Mike's. Jersey Mike's is going to pull their thirty million dollars. You know, listening to this podcast. That's <laughs> Jersey Mike's uh, does not know.
1: sponsor the podcast. All right, <laughs> you're boy.
2: Real quick, by the way, like Jersey Mike's arena, like I understand safety. Like they got to get Jersey Mike's food back in a Jersey Mike's arena because I've been going to a couple of these <laughs> wrestling matches. It's like a food desert in Piscataway on, on Livingston Campus right now. Nothing's open on a campus. There's nothing easily accessible it's like i get there and i'm like oh i forgot to eat dinner i guess i'm getting the, like a uh, you know a couple of you know bags of cheese doodles at the quick check on river road on the way home you know no coffee in the place it's just, anyway all right um so we got him at two we got him at two and oh in this stretch now as i've got all kinds of junk popping up on my screen all right loss ohio state two and one okay loss at wisconsin two and two yep.
1: The biggest L on the schedule. Well, no, second biggest L on the schedule. Okay.
2: Illinois at home. Whew, they come on. Loss. That's two Illinois. And three. Destroyed them. At Purdue, lightning doesn't strike a lot twice. Loss. That's two and four, I think. At mm-hmm. Michigan, loss. Two mm-hmm. and five. Wisconsin here. Win. Ooh. Wins. Wow, That's right? three and five. All right. Mm-hmm. At Indiana, win just because wow. you know, in, and records has always beats Indiana, why not assembly Hall They're not as scared of assembly Hall or Mike Woodson coaching. Um, and then <laughs> at home, senior night, emotional night, Geo Baker's last game, presumably Ron Harper's last home game, presumably, NIT bid pending, I will say win, so I think I have it five and five.
1: Five and five, so yeah, they would be five, eleven and uh, eleven and nine, which would be
2: eleven and nine, best finish in school history. <laughs>
1: if they just hadn't lost,
2: the so Lafayette,
1: to Lafayette, DePaul, and UMass, UMass, we'd be uh, booking, we'd be booking bookin selections. On Unbelievable,
2: Lafayette. best finish in Big Ten history. And I think that's, that's their ancient uh, rivals from the Atlantic Ten and the Middle yeah. Three Conference. That's pretty DePaul, optimistic. Which, yeah, just.
1: Stars, you going up, uh, over or under? I'm going under. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, that's 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 tough. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of. of <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a lot of optimism yeah. there. But, yeah. You know, which is fine. You know, Crash has to continue covering this team, so <laughs> I, I could be a little bit more honest. And again, I I, I said you know. Twenty minutes ago, that yeah Rutgers, you know, has proven that they can beat you know the upper echelon teams, but doing it consistently, I, I just don't see it. You know, Michigan State, you know, uh, you know that that's going to be a tough one. You know, be, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 you know splitting with Wisconsin, I don't know about that either.
1: Yeah, they need to tooth, they claw their way back in the game against Nebraska, which is by far the weakest team in the league. It's tough. It is tough to see uh, to see that, but hey. That's why they play the games, and they they've earned. I will say this: those guys have earned the benefit of the doubt. So let's see how it plays out. All right, thanks everybody for your questions. As always, appreciate it. Uh, what else do we got here? What are we uh, wrestling? We got it. Uh, anything else going on? Women's basketball still can't win. What's the story?
2: Yes, yeah, so wrestling. Obviously, I went out to Michigan. Uh, oh, that's right. You know, broke bread with Nick soriano Chat with him for the first time in a few. How did years. that
1: go? How did that go?
2: Well, well. You know, he uh he's a very intense fellow, as we all knew. Um, he, he looks really good at 125. You know, he's wrestling really well. I think he's, you know, going to be the favorite obviously to win a national title. A uh, really rough weekend for Rutgers. I mean, the John posnancy gets hurt, gets pinned, completely flips a, a match they had all but won at Michigan State. It was in the. It was over with. So, but they've had an open week to kind of recuperate get themselves back under them five straight dual meets to close out the regular season starting Thursday night Jersey Mike's Arena in-state rival Rider. uh Ryder's down this year but you know Rutgers Rider is always kind of a hoot nanny every time the two teams meet there's no love lost there and obviously Sunday I won't be there but Brian Fonseca will be there for us I have other engagements to attend to uh they're going to wrestle Ohio State at home same thing we do a lot of times, you know, they, they're still certain that big, you know, big win over upper echelon, big 10 team in a dual meet. They match up well with Ohio State. They're a clear underdog, but they do match up pretty well with the Buckeyes. So they get lucky if they can steal a bout or two, they've got a shot to upset the Buckeyes. Women's basketball, you know, same, same old story. Struggling there, but and I'm going to hopefully write something about her in the coming days and weeks. Osh Brown is, you know, the one kind of relo- you know reliable part of this women's basketball team. NCAA's active leader in rebounding. She's a double double threat every night. Basically, has a double double every night. She's having a really nice season for a team that's really struggling.
1: Are they going to yank down that other? This is a question we got a bunch of times. Are they going to yank down that other white sheet that's hanging in the rafters? Is that happening soon?
2: I yes, I believe so. I don't know the exact date if it's been finalized, but my understanding is that is a a March Madness NCAA tournament themed banner for the women's program that will be unveiled at some point before the season ends.
1: Right. Okay. All right. Sarge, this is it. This is your this is your moment to say your last your last thoughts here when it closes out. We can, we can play a little, we can play a little one shining moment for you here. What do you got? What do you got? To, one shining to moment.
0: No, I, it just, I, 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 I think I'm going out on a high note because, you know, this past season, uh, you know, there, there have been, you know, years, you know, that have been way more eventful from a news perspective, but, you know. The majority of 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 stuff you know was was really overwhelmingly positive and you know we you know we finally got a chance to see you know some you know big Ten championship you know some success um and you know the bowl the bowl experience you know going to going to the gator bowl you know i i've i've been to every one of these bowl games since uh you know since uh you know two thousand five and you know that was that was a real deal you know i mean you know Rutgers wasn't exactly you know you know, they didn't win the game, but it was, you know, it was a good trip. So I think, yeah, you know, we're leaving on a good high and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited to be able to, you know, on, on, on Saturday afternoons, text you guys during, you know, mm-hmm. while you guys are on a deadline, you know, you
2: know, Oh my God, did you see that? Cause I'll be
0: watching. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you're going to be one of those people who say that, you know, you know I, I won't watch. I will be watching. So, you know, I'll be intrigued to see what you guys uh, come up with, and I'll be you know, as critical as ever of, 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 you know, the, the uh, of your reporting.
1: You know, he's going he's gonna to be a crotch. He's going to be one of those guys who texts you with .3 seconds left in a tie basketball game. They're like, what happened there? Oh, Sarge, you know what we do for a living. <laughs> you can't answer your text now. No.
0: Well, I'm gonna throw Ryan Dunleavy does that, right? I mean, Ryan is the guy who like it is the worst. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 not it's not good. So but I will not right. do that. I I promise. But I will be following. I will be watching.
2: You'll be back, Sergeant. I, I mean, not not back full time, <laughs> but like you will eventually resurface. I'm sure.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. I'm like downplaying this because you know, I, you know, you're going to see my byline affiliate with Rutgers. It's just, you know, it's going to be more, you know, big picture. You know, look, I mean, if you know, I say I'm going to become an investigative reporter. So if, you know, if you see me, you know, you know, around Rutgers, it might not be a good thing. So I'm not trying to be menacing or anything, but you know, let's just, you know, let's be honest. It's been 20 years. I mean, we yeah. you know, we know, you know, that, that you know, there, there are going to be times that are going to be challenging. So
1: yeah. well, For so the but, most part, I don't think they they thought yeah. you, it's a good thing when they see you around Rutgers Press, right? But.
2: I was going to say, Politi and I, like, we'll, we'll do the reverse now. Like, this is, like, big scandal in the state. We'll decide say, hey, Sergeant, what's going on, you know? <laughs> right
1: exactly <laughs> yeah next time yeah next time there's
2: saw this like, thing and uh, threatened <laughs> about uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I, when
1: I call, what i call you at 11 p.m on election night hey, how are you doing yeah it's good <laughs> to be asked. it'll be good <laughs> all right gentlemen <laughs> so, sorry thanks for everything uh everyone thanks for uh your questions and We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks here with some more basketball news and with with some young blood on this podcast, much-needed young blood on this podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rutgers Rant. To participate in the conversation and receive live updates about the Scarlet Knights directly to your phone, sign up at nj.com slash insider.